Previously on D&D and D. Fletch and Margarine, you're looking back and uh, you see uh, along the wall of rock where the prince's hidden base, his laboratory is built, you see openings and then you see speeding towards you some glows of additional gems powering smaller, faster, nimbler uh, snow motorcycles. What? <laughs> Hurling toward you with great speed is a group of uh, dwarven motorcycle We're bad just guys. Just James Bond. <laughs> oh, this is very James Bond. Uh, if they're on either side of me, I want to take my quarterstaff and hold it directly in front of me and shoot them with lightning, but out of each end of the staff. My bow staff is infused with lightning. You uh, zap these guys that it jolts them. I say zip zap, and then as soon as I jump, I say zap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You land on the snow and then grab one of their motorcycles, flinging yourself onto it. And then I want to turn, I want to start riding it, but then I want to ride it to the other motorcycle and take the keys. inspiration for that. Yeah, that is that is inspiration. Ooh. That is very good. Zabas, it is your turn. <sighs> Guys, should we turn around and go get him? No! He said, we'll be right back. Okay. I'll trust him. I said, watch this. Well, he did, and then he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> I guess He's I'll fine. keep driving. Uh, did did he say roll? watch this? What did he say? I, watch this I did. Drive. I said, watch this. <laughs> now watch this drive. <laughs> Uh, you can keep driving now, though. You can see clearly if you want to like shoot something at one of the other motorcycles. Oh yeah, something let's you could do it. Let's do let's do an Eldritch Blast. I'm not risking wild magic while I'm driving. Great roll to blast. Blast them. Uh, one of my favorite things. Yes, that hits. My favorite thing about this podcast is how much Russell loves Eldritch Blast. Every time Chelsea does 15? it, he's like, "Yes, fifteen damage." Well, yes, it does because I believe. Hand trips are cool. You just always do them. Always do them. Um, I'm gonna use a sorcery point to do twin spell. That will hit two of the motorcycle uh, pursuers for a, a good fifteen. Bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. And you continue to drive spaghetti. Now you can see. <clears throat> I see them. You see them. They are getting closer now. How close? Uh, close enough where they're you know within. Let's say that they're starting to pull up alongside, and it looks like they are getting ready. Uh, a couple of them are maybe... How many are there? There are three motorcycles. Okay, and they got these little crossbows with the jemmies on them? Yes, they do. Okay, uh, I've got jemmies, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes me nervous. <laughs> I got... What's that? Lightning gem? What's that one? Black has the diamond. Oh. It's okay. white. There you go. You have I have a, a white diamond? Yes. Okay. Is that worth uh, 50 gold? It's worth more than that. Okay. I should have said at least, because that was the conditions that I was looking to meet. So it's worth at least 50 gold, right? Yes. Okay. I have that jemmy. Uh, I'm like, oh, these guys like gems? 
I guess they, uh... I guess they really like gems. <laughs> <laughs> this, everything, like, everybody's just standing in the snow cat, like, looking at, at Blagetti. <laughs> I take out my gem and I cast Incite Greed. Ooh. What? <laughs> and Whoa. Incite Greed on one of the... One of the guys. Okay. Oh, choose any number of creatures within oh. range that can see. Is that 30 feet? Yeah. Okay, I'll choose all three of them then. Okay. All right. Each target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. If they don't... Oh, yeah. What's the deal? Oh, all failed. Well, they are now charmed by me in a way in which they can do nothing but use their movement to approach me in a safe manner. <laughs> What? What? When they get within five feet of me, they cannot move but simply stare greedily at the gem that I present. What? It it'll end if we hurt them, but right now they're just they're just walking safely towards us. They want this gem in my hand. I'm like, oh, you like gems? You want this gem? Come and get this gem. Hungry dog. Yeah, they're the indigenous guys at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) (laughs) Where we we're still driving. Yeah. Yeah. We, can, we can stop. No, they they pull up alongside, <laughs> which they were doing. They were getting closer. They, yeah, they, as long as they're safely moving. Yeah. <laughs> Does it? Is there a time limit on this? Uh, there has to be. Concentration up to one minute. <laughs> okay, one minute will be Fletch's two turns from Fletch. Fletch will on Fletch's second turn from now. Okay. At the end of each of their turns, they can make a wisdom saving throw to try to get out there. Okay, they pull up alongside and they hop off of their motorcycles onto the the, the deck of the snowcat. The motorcycles just tumble away nice. into Save the snow. Later. We'll go back for them. <laughs> and they just they approach you. They get within five feet and they just stand there staring. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, it is. I hope it's my turn. It is not. It is theirs. Oh, they're someone. gonna. They're gonna make their wisdom saves. Okay. Another three failures. Nice. Wow. Someone slit the throat while they're here. The two that Fletch left in the dust are going to shoot after Fletch. Ping miss wildly. Uh, just embarrassingly, embarrassingly bad shot. Do I notice? Yes. <laughs> you stupid. Stop being mean. <laughs> You're gonna kill me. So you grab their keys, which means you have a gem. Yes, essentially. I have the, a gem? Yes. The keys were, are the gem that powers Ian. Oh, I have an extra gem. Yeah. What are the gems that I have? Uh, what do the, they do? Just power? The one you got from me is the yellow one, the topaz one. Right. Which, you guessed it, is lightning. Yeah. Uh, let's say this one also is a topaz. A double lightning? Sure. Or were they thunder? But it, like I think the one of them is were thunder, okay. and then uh, yeah, the the effects are acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, and thunder. I think we did lightning for the uh, diamond, thunder. For the, so that's what you've got as you speed away, and they say, "Stop being mean, stop sucking." <laughs> <laughs> so they miss. The other guys failed their saves, so they're just enraptured by the diamond. You get clo- you're getting closer and closer to the large sheer wall and as you get closer and you start to see, you can see clearly through up the up the glade towards the wall where the aurora is uh, shining above um, and you see openings start to open ahead of you openings that are similar what? to the ones that that uh, brought you from the cult temple to uh, the exhibition and out of these openings 
Uh, you can see, and there's some distance away still between you and this door. You see cult members uh, come out in these dark, rough-spun robes, these shitty masks on their faces, and through one of these larger openings comes a huge battering ram. <gasps> Gone. That's the thing oh, we saw the blueprints oh. for, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-oh. It is Marjorie's turn. Okay. Forgot about how weird you are, Spaghetti Crab. Yeah. Why? I'm not the weird uh, one. Look at these weirdos. They're just they're, staring they're, at this gym. Like, <laughs> one of them's, like, drooling a little. All right. <laughs> so they, it, this will be shattered if we hurt them. It'll end the effect, yes. If we hurt them. Yeah. I'm going to get that warming blanket. Okay. And I'm <laughs> I'm going to sort of scoot them all together. Okay. We're going to bundle them up in the blanket. Okay. We're, we're <laughs> taking care of you nice, greedy little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and tie them up with my rope. Just a little burrito of dwarves. Okay. You have not harmed them. No. No, nope. we're keeping them nice, snug, and warm. Flagetti's <laughs> 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 eyes getting wide, realizing yeah. what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna slit their throats. We're just gonna break them in. We're just gonna have them sit down and hang out. Yeah, I like that. That's nice. That's nice. That's very nice and not damaging at all. No nope. harmful. Mm-hmm. Pretty gems, and I keep. I do it. Okay. I tie it so good, though, Gressel. I tie it so good that they can't get out of it unless someone unties them from the outside, not from, from the, the inside. Not from the inside. They're tied up in there. Yeah, they, their arms don't work. They right, don't. They're, they're bound. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, like that Ekans. Jennifer Tilly movie. We all <laughs> yeah. have different reference Touch points. points for bound. <laughs> Homework. <laughs> <laughs> Dormac is going to cast Cure Wounds on Zabbis. Zabbis, you are healed for 12. Oh, yeah. Fletch, this is the first turn of the two turns that will wear off uh, Lagetti's spell. Right. You're on the bike. You're getting closer to the uh, snow cat now. Mm -hmm. You're close enough where you can see that the margarine, uh, the the tail end of margarine tying up these guys. I step on it. I crank the engine to catch up even... To get, like, I want to pull up alongside them. Hey, what's up? Hey, welcome back. Did you think? Did you see how cool I was? <laughs> I didn't. We saw you kind of disappear, <laughs> and now you're back. I guess. Oh. I'm gonna talk to you about this call the store bullshit. Because <laughs> this is your third strike, Mister. What do you mean? Later. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my turn. I don't know. I'm with my team. On a bike. On a bike. Yeah. All right, you're driving next to them, and you're getting closer to Pultus. There's still some distance away. Zabbis, it's your turn. You've got these uh, the tied-up burrito of uh, guards on the back here. You're driving. I don't know. I guess, like, do we just pull up and... Uh, Aren't there, like... Isn't there, like, a column of other guards coming out? Yeah, the co- ahead of you between the, the rock wall and uh, where you are now, there are these portals opening up with Pultus streaming from there's a considerable number of portals. Yeah, what? So, can I just I thought it was a you try and speed through one of those portals? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Marsha's just yelling now. There's they're going to try to open the door with a battery grab, but we can also try to open the door by surrendering to the inevitability of death. 
I think. What? Explain? I can't. <laughs> Honestly, it's just vibes. What do you think? Everybody looking to Marjorie. I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just driving. All I know is how to drive. I don't know what I should actually be doing. So I'm kind of like weaving because I don't really know how to drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have the cultists noticed us or are they doing their own thing? They're, so far they are doing their own thing. Oh, okay. Oh, you're not getting, right. I thought they were coming out. They're yeah. coming out. They're like gathering near, nearer to the, uh, to what you believe to be the door. Uh, you're getting closer to them, and as you get closer to them, they uh, will presumably start to notice you. But so far, that has not yet happened in this exact. We gotta get that battering ram. Maybe we should just take. Let's do the stealth mode. Zabas, pull over and hide the cat. Oh, okay. I trust you. I feel like you. Okay, we're gonna go off of vibes. I guess I pull over the snow cat. Me like uh, sink it in the snow. <laughs> you can like you can like cover it in the snow if you want to try to hide it. Yeah. I don't know how to stop, so I just squeeze my left hand on the brakes on just the brakes, and I just animal lock handling. up and I fly off. There. Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> roll animal I'm handling. I'm not proficient. Yeah, you can roll roll animal handling with disadvantage. <laughs> 15 or it's gonna be 15 15 you do kind of lock up and you tumble but this you don't you don't like fly off of it where you get hurt but yeah, it is not okay. cool looking yeah okay i get up and i don't think saw. everybody saw Shit. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not good in snow we know okay <laughs> what are we doing all right let's leave the boys cozied up right here uh, the, the smell's gonna end in a little bit. Well, that's the, not my problem. Can we just, like, pack them in the snow? So ah. that it'd be, like, hard for them to just get out, you know? Like, tiny. like, burying someone in sand? Yeah, and you just pack we, the snow really tight. First? They yeah, have, like, crossbows and gems and stuff. Oh, yeah. Tell them you'll trade them. No. Wait, I don't They're know just gonna about take it, their shit. Like... Okay. You pick their pocket. The crossbows function is a light crossbow plus two. You want to take those? There I are do. Three of them. I would like to take one. All right, I'll take one. You know they have like heavy armor that is built. You know that is designed for a dwarf. None of that fits. Wait, is, is the plus two to hit bonus? Yeah. Is it damage bonus? Oh, well, I already had a light crossbow. I don't know why, but I just customized it. I just I tossed down whatever one I had. Pick up this one. I'm like shiny. So now you are up the bank a little bit, uh, and you are reassessing your approach. Roll stealth. This will be for your burying. How good was your burying of the cat? 26. 30. 10. 3. Okay. Sorry. Between <laughs> <laughs> Fletch and Mark. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying yeah. to use the fork to shovel snow, but it's got <laughs> just, the openings in so the It's through the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Fletch really take the lead on this. Uh, on burying the cat, <laughs> you are between the lot of you able to successfully do it, and you're now off uh, a little bit to the side. You approach, um, looking from some distance at the cultists as they emerge from all of their portals, and the portals all close. And you realize now that there is a uh, a significant group of cultists, maybe fifteen of them, six of which are wielding this giant battering ram. It is in the shape of a uh, big hammer. 
and they are uh, rolling it, carrying it up towards this rock face. You look back and you see that the motorcycles, the ones that are left, are still coming towards now the cultists. They don't see you. Yes, Uh cool. Back in the direction of the prince's hideout, the dragon now flies away from the hangar and off towards the rock face. Everything seems to be assembling at this, at the base of this rock face. So what you're saying, we have to die (laughs) to get into (laughs) the... I, it's really hard for me to explain, but that door can't be opened by normal means. It doesn't even look like a door. It just looks like a sheer cliff face. Mm-hmm. But I've been sneaking around as pants, as a table, as even myself sometimes. And I've discovered that there's something special about that door and about me. Um, Do you think their battering ram is even going to work? I don't see how it could. She's thinking, like, does she leave? Does she do this alone? Uh, But before she makes a decision, she is curious to see what the interaction is between Cedric's men and the the dirty cult. Oh, as they approach? Yeah. At this distance, you see that the, the motorcycles, like, you know, pull up and the guards dismount from them and there's an interaction of some kind. You can't hear what is being said at this point, but they don't engage. Really? Oh, damn it. Guys, if, if we open this door, I don't know if it's going to be some kind of mirror thing where you just got to pass through gently or if the whole thing's going to open up and invite the cult in. I... I, I don't want to risk exposing Didrida unto, you know, evil powers. I think the dragon's back there. I think they're sleeping. What's the worst that could happen? It's a dragon. We saw what Z- Zoranella did. Zoranella. 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 No, Zoranella. Okay, well, she's a regular dragon. And they captured her, and they tried to use her blood to create things. They did capture her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. They want to do something similar with Didridot, I imagine. Oh, oh, I didn't tell you. Yanathan was here. What? What? Yanathan told Cedric about this door and about trying to access it. That's why I'm freaked out. Oh. Well, we have to kill everyone. <laughs> oh. Right? Wrong? That's one direction we I mean, could I'm go. I mean, I'm always down for that. I know. That's why I was like, this is a I'm good... Not, oh, maybe not what, the best uh, what's person the other... to ask. Yeah. Mar- <laughs> okay. Mar- uh, thinking about that a second time, we have to kill everything, and it's a death door. Maybe... Maybe that is the right move. Oh, like, we don't have to die, but we just killed some cult member. There's... Maybe. Is, am- is that what you were thinking? How many cult members can I see in front of the uh, maneuvering around the battering ram? Uh, six are holding the ram itself. There are another nine that have come out of these portals for a total of fifteen. There's three of the uh, three of the the motorcycle guys have made it and seem to not. If they have not joined together, they are not fighting actively at the moment. 
Um, some of the cultists are interacting with the guards, and then the others are making their way up toward the door with the battering ram. There, it's a slow go to get it up through the snow, so you know it, they're not ready yet to bang it on the wall. Although they are getting closer, the dragon is also <clears throat> the, the dragon uh, Zornarella is also flying your way, and we oh. are on an incline. You're on an incline, yes. Dormac is there with you, and he recommends fighting isn't necessarily my forte, but perhaps we shouldn't uh, discard a, a, a large vehicle such as this if we are approaching a group of people. The, the, the suggestion was made to perhaps um, eliminate some of these uh, uh, cult members, and we might be able to do that more efficiently with... Um, if we just, like, run them over... Yes. We, we could put the fork on the front of it. And what's oh. the speed of this boy? What's the speed of this baby? Yeah. You can get it going pretty good. Yeah? How Maybe fast do you think they can go? Pile I mean, them up on these oh, ties. Probably, yeah, 30 plus miles yeah? an hour. Yeah. That, that would fuck some people up. Um, Whoa. And then the battering ram, how is that being moved? Yeah. Manually by a group six, of six people. Is on either on, side? Three on either three side? Three on either side. So how, it's not on a like wheeled cart? It's on wheels. It is on to wheels. To push it, but it's How not, wide across is it? It probably has a diameter of over five feet. It's a pretty beefy ram. Hmm. So let's say it's, you know, 12 feet long or something, telephone pole length, but 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 girthier. Yeah, uh, but like, would... Would. Would people... No, it's made out of some kind of metal. Shut up. Would people <laughs> on either side carrying it, would they be within... If I if there were, for instance, if I had a, 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 a five-foot ruler... <laughs> And I put it up to them. Would it, would the ends touch both people on either side carrying it? They'd be on the outside edge, yes. But it would touch them. Yes, for the yes. We, I, yeah, I won't deny you a spell for dumb mechanics like this. Okay. Uh, for, for, I, how, won't, I won't split hairs over six inches or something. How many uh, cultists total are there? Fifteen. Oh. And six of them are carrying that thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, how far away is the battering ram? Right now, some distance. You could get closer. Could I get close to it? Could I get within 60 feet of it? You could. Are you driving there with the fork on the end of the cat? No, I want... Well, no, I want to run there. Or, hey! I have an idea. What? Just get me to that battery grab. Oh, I... That was my idea, but, but with me. What's your idea? I don't want to say. I don't want to say mine I either. I got a big either. old beam that I want to cast. Okay, do you need the battering ram to cast it? No, I just want to kill those guys. Okay, we can do it together then. Oh. And I high five. High five. Spaghetti clown. Can we, can the two of us fit on this motorcycle that uh, Mr. Fletch brought along? Yeah, here? for sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is disgusting. Okay, Fletch, here, take this fork what? and yeah. put it on the front of the snow cat and just run over a bunch of guys, you and Zabbis and, and uh, Dormac yeah, over there. Yeah, generate okay. some death. Yeah, generate some death. Do it for me. And, uh, and if you could get them to accept it in a peaceful way before you skewer them on the fork, that would be ideal. Okay. I think that happens when they get a little taste of the sauce as they go out. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I like to think anyway. All right. Zab <laughs> as you drive. Yeah. All right. Let's we're going to take this motorcycle, okay. me and Marjorie, mm-hmm. and we're going to ride up to- Who's on front? Who's on back? Marjorie's How- on back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, little, yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be. She's got, she's got, guys, she's got one hand around Spaghetti Clown and one hand around her neck, fingering the weight. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I want to drive up 
to within range of the guys hold carrying the the thing. You do this. You execute the plan. Uh, Fletch fixes the fork to the front of the cat. Zabbis takes his position in the in the driver's seat. Dormax sits back uh, and kind of just makes himself small. Not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Margarine and Spaghetti Clown take off on the motorcycle. Uh, the rev of the engine of both the snowcat and the motorcycle echo across the glade as you guys fly down the snow towards the cultists. The other motorcycle guards can barely um, make sense of what is happening before you guys get there. Uh, let's have Zabbis uh, roll. With this roll, I guess it'd be kind of an attack roll, eh? Like you're, if I'm r- like just trying to run. You're just I'm trying, trying to, to run, run people ram over. people over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, roll dexterity roll with your proficiency. Twenty-one. Twenty-one will hit. Sure. You, who do you want to nail first? Motorcycle guards or cultists? Hey, motorcycle guards. I feel like the cultists are going to give us less issue. Mm, no, I feel like motorcycle guards. Let's. All right, you barrel into the motorcycle guards. Uh, roll roll two d twelve plus eight. They're just like standing they're on two. the side, like cops. Yeah, they exactly. Just looking they're, they're at a like, scene. They were talking to the cultists. They were having a conversation, and then it's <laughs> and they they turn. Ah! Uh, nineteen. Nineteen damage to the cultists. You run over them. There's a poof. You feel it. Nobody speared? Nobody speared yet. Uh, you turn around to make another pass. I guess, Fletch, you could attack. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, you're all going to die, okay? <laughs> okay. You guys good with that? That's for Margarine. And then I take out um, my light crossbow. Okay. Is there another guy on a motorcycle? Yes, there was a third one. Yeah, I want to shoot it at him. Okay. Two, two rolls. Oh, yeah, you do get two attacks. Yep. Uh, 14 and a 16. The 16 hits. Okay. And then 10 damage. 10 damage. Boof. Yeah, you zap that guy. You're going to die, too. (laughs) And he falls back into the snow. Uh, Now, uh, uh, Flack and Margarine, what are you guys doing as you get closer on the motorcycle to the battering ram? What's the plan? I cast Sunbeam. Sunbeam. Yeah. All right. Towards uh, towards the guys like we're, we're like we're driving behind yeah. the ram, yeah. so we're in line with it. Yes, and then I cast sunbeam, which is a five foot wide, sixty foot long beam, <laughs> and every creature in the line. So maybe I'll catch some other ones even up further ahead. <laughs> I don't know. That's the DM's choice. I'm just saying it'd be a good choice. Yeah, uh, they must make a Constitution saving throw. If they fail it, they take six d8 radiant damage and are blinded Woo! until the next turn. Woo. Uh, that's all fails. That's two they ones out of the rules. Oh. All, all failures. So one, they're all blinded till uh, they're until my next turn. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sucks for them. And uh, <laughs> then we get oh my god, so many ones. <laughs> no, 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 no. And a two. That's seventeen damage. Seventeen. <laughs> You've somehow managed to not kill any of them. But they're blinded. But they are blinded. They drop the ram and they run uh, in random directions and they scream. The beam extends out from you, and following the line of your one you're driving into the ram, and it it hits the wall. And when this sun beam hits the wall, 
Uh, Marjorie, roll perception. Okay. Oh, God. Ooh, do I use inspiration for this? Yes. I'm so curious. I'm do using it. my inspiration. I rolled a seven. I don't think that's going to be good enough. With inspiration is a seven? With inspiration? It's a 16. 16 is enough that when the sun, for just the briefest flashes of, flashes, flash of a second, when the sun makes contact with this wall, you can see enormously the entire face of this cliffside. There is a flash of light where you recognize the pattern of this door, and you see those markings of that ancient draconic language that has led to what you know to be old people where you don't understand what these markings say. But no, the vibes. The vibes. Mm-hmm. You can feel the vibes. You can feel it. You can feel it. Cool. And I jump off the motorcycle. Okay. Roll acrobatics. <laughs> All right. I'm aiming to land on top of this uh, this battering ram. Okay. Which is now fallen. And is it on a slope? Is it going to start sliding down? Uh, I guess it does slide back a little. Well, first of all, margin rolled a 25. I did. Which is, uh, uh-huh. So how do you jump? How do you flip onto this thing? Uh, and where do you land? I just, I want to land square on the- On, on the, the front, on the nose? No, just like in the middle of okay. it. Okay. Yes, you do that. Actually, no. On the back of it. On the back. Yeah, I want to, uh, towards the back. Okay. You do. You slide. You jump and you flip off the motorcycle. You like land. Batman. Like it wasn't a flip. It was just like a like a a, my cape flies out. Uh, no hair. one can see me because they're all blinded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this long shot in slow motion where you're in the air like a flying squirrel and like a guard runs in the foreground clutching his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you land on the battering ram. The wheels of the battering ram do slide downhill a little bit where the motorcycle being driven by Fl- uh, Flagetti. Uh, is now pushing the ram. It hits the front of wheel of the motorcycle, and now you are driving and pushing. It's the ram. strong enough to do that. Yeah. What oh, do you it's mean we're pushing the ram. The ram's on wheels. Yeah. Oh. You're on the motorcycle. You were driving behind it. Yes. Yeah. You've now made contact with it. Yeah. And now you're driving. Wow. So I have. I am effectively driving this ram. And Marjorie is on top. Dodge ram. <laughs> Built for <Don't> get, <laughs> get out from behind this ram. Okay. And I, I, Beth Radloff prays to God that Gressel does not need this ram for whatever he's written for this campaign because she carves into the back of this heavy metal object on wheels whole. <laughs> okay. What? Don't uh, look me over. She grabs, what are we calling it? The weight from, from Middleton? It is either the weight of Middleton or Kerflippia's tear. Okay. From around her neck, she pulls the locket that has Kerflippia's tear, the weight of Middleton. Yeah. And she holds it over the hole so that it's suspended. Okay. Knowing that that hole is going to close up in a second. Yeah. And she waits. So you create a hole. I create a hole. In the top of the ram? From the top of the ram near to the back of the ram, which is the part that is angling down the cliffside. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put, guys, I'm going to put this weight inside of this battering ram, this impossibly heavy object that once I let go will become so impossibly heavy that no one can stop it. And it's going to roll back down towards Cedric's whole thing. The hideout where we came from. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. oh wow. Uh-huh. A little bullet. A big bullet. Legati <laughs> peels off. 
Bye. <laughs> 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 I'll take this one to go. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Margarine, yes. So, so you've you've created a hole in the battering ram for for the tear for the tear, and I'm holding on to the necklace part of it so that I know where the tear is to, yep. to like get it later. Yep. Okay. It's like a little tag. Yep. <laughs> you do that. And what do you do? I'm just gonna get off of it. Okay. And you're you so you you're leaving it. Yeah. You do that, and the weight of the tear now inside of this ram, but on the back side of it, uh-huh. um, does do what you predicted and creates a huge weight imbalance. And it, this ram now does become a missile type torpedo type <laughs> object that with incredible speed, gaining it with every every inch, um, rockets towards uh, Cedric's hideout, and it slams into the wall just to the side of the hangar. Uh, you can hear the impact even as far away as you are, uh, and there is a crumble of stone and metal and other debris and things, and you can see the rest of you, you turn around, Zabbis, you you swing wide to turn around to make another pass at mowing down cultists. Um, and as the, as you hear their screams from underneath your treads, you look off into the distance and you can see collapsing in a cloud of rubble Cedric's entire hideout. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. You did that. Can we cut to the two people I I? stole their bikes from. <laughs> yeah, Did right? they see this bullet? Yeah, they're just <laughs> off in the snow somewhere. They see the, the hideout <laughs> collapse and, and they're just like, oh, I was <laughs> I was one day from retirement. <laughs> oh, they don't think about how how dumb everything was? Uh, I want them to have a change of heart. That guy was so mean. Yeah, that guy actually sucked. <laughs> and you have destroyed Cedric's lair. Oh, did we just kill all the experiments? Oh, no. We let's not tell her about. Yeesh. Yeah. Okay. I guess we won't. I'm gonna have to get that later. Hey, everybody! Russell here with a few quick announcements. Then we can get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 171 of D and D and D. Thanks for your patience this week as the holiday delayed the release uh, an extra day, short week. But the short weeks uh, always feel long, don't they? Uh, but. Thanks for your patience, and I hope you're enjoying this episode. Uh, It's going to be a mid-season finale of sorts, uh, in that next week there will be a Tim story, and then the week after that we will um, be doing something special for the fifth anniversary of the show. I'm going to re-release the first episode uh, with some uh, added commentary from me, Uh, and some other things that I'm still trying to put together. Uh, But it's going to be a look back at where we started, and it's it's a very different show uh, back then, five years ago. But I figured it'd be fun to to take a look back at that first episode, Um, maybe... Maybe get some new people to see the first episode in the feed. If you jumped in late, you can see what the show was like at the beginning. but yeah, we're going to uh, take a look back uh, there on Wednesday, June 14th. Uh, but we will be getting back into uh, the next part of the fifth season uh, at the end of June. So 
Uh, thank you so much for listening all through this. And thank you for supporting the show, if you do so, on our Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod. Uh, another way to support the show would be to check out Beth's booth at Acon in Texas this weekend, if you're listening to this the day it came out, the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of June. She's going to be at table B4. Uh, so go say hi to Beth and check out her artwork. Uh, and, um, you know, she always uh, gets a kick out of... Uh, listeners saying hi and uh, we love it when when she relays your messages it's always so kind so thank you so much uh, for all of that and for listening and we are going to get back to the episode just a couple of ads and then we'll back to it so thanks everybody do what's fun the chaos continues margarine you are now alone in the snow uh Spaghetti, you are driving this motorcycle. Zabus and Fletch, you are mowing down cultists with the snowcat and the fork. Zabus, roll another uh, attack roll with your vehicle with the fork. 22. 22, yes, you impale one of the cultists, and it's he slides along the fork. Oh, no. The mask that this particular gentleman was wearing starts to come off after he's impaled, and he's just a... Uh, and then Fletch, you recognize... Oh no! Oh. Uh, it's Kurgum Iron Thing. That the guy. How got did he not die? The professor who was in service of the prince, who you flung off of a mountain. Yeah. What? <gasps> oh, hello! Clones. Kurgum. Interesting. You. You. And then he dies. Shit. I killed him. Earlier, though. Yeah. Like a week ago. I mean, the snow is very <laughs> powdery. Maybe he a week. landed in some soft snow. He fell off a mountain, though. <laughs> yeah. What, how is he alive? The dra- this is weird. The, yeah. <laughs> the dragon, Zornarella. Uh, gets closer and closer. You can now hear her wings flapping behind you. Oh, Marjorie's scared of her. The dragon lands, and a figure descends off of her back and starts to trudge through the snow wearing snowshoes. Uh-oh. What? Nice. Yes. We're so friendly. He does not, this, this gentleman does not sink in the snow. He starts to walk towards you, uh, the snow cat. Uh, still driving around. Most of the cultists have been mowed down. There are still a couple stragglers, a couple blinded ones that are running around screaming. Um, oh, yeah. Fletch, you are uh, now peeling masks off of some of the alter cu- other cultists that you have speared with the fork, and you're recognizing more faces of professors that you saw upon that mountain. That I killed? That you allegedly killed. That uh, That were in service of an experiment in service of the prince. These weren't low-class cultists. Oh. The figure that descends from the dragon gets closer. Marjorie, you're alone um, off in the snow. What are you doing? Um, hiding. I don't... Can the figure see me? Can I, is there any place I can... In this open field of snow? You know, might as well ask. <laughs> uh, I... I like take a couple steps back and squint to try to see who this is. It's if I recognize them. It's I roll perception. I don't recognize them. It's got to be the professor. 
<gasps> it's gotta be the professor. It's gotta be the professor. The drunk guy? No, guys, the pro the No, the professor, professor from oh, shit. Like, the Kurgum Iron Thane was working for the oh, yeah. professor. We don't we know their name. Oh, this whole yeah. time we've been looking for the professor. This Even in season him. four, we were looking for, like curious about the professor. Or maybe it's me from the future. It's not. No, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's us from the future. Maybe it's one of us from the future. Is it? Do we know? Uh, Marjorie falls on her butt. <laughs> Do we know their name? The professor's name. We just. We just know him as the, the professor. It's just Pro the professor. Is it once in a year? Once in your cramming? Yeah. Like the actual runs in yeah. once in your cramming? Because <laughs> that person exists. Oh my god, that's right. The guy whose name stole tag the I name took. the name tag, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, that's my name. <laughs> if it's Cedric, I'm going to be mad. No, Cedric would sink. Maybe not. Have we seen this person's face yet? Is it Yanathan? The person steps out Are they of tall? They have snowshoes. They have snowshoes. So it's not an elf. They're okay. They are dwarf yeah. size. Well, maybe the wear shoes can racket. keep him from sinking. I don't know why you're saying no to me. <laughs> <laughs> they have snowshoes. They are dwarf size. They are stepping forward. They step out of the shadows that was that was uh, from underneath the large dragon that has landed nearby. They step forward. Uh, Fletch is deducing all of this aloud. Oh, it's the professor. What's going on? Were they on the dragon? They were. Yeah. Yeah. Riding him. Her. Uh, roll perception. Now, those of you looking at the dragon. Is that me? I don't know where I am in relation to everyone. I already failed my perception. I rolled a four. Fourteen. Bad. Twenty-one. Nice. Zabbis. You look up at the dragon. You see there are significant wounds all over its body. The dragon? Yes, and its eyes are not alive. Ooh. They are dead-looking eyes. The dragon has been reanimated. Ooh, I thought we might be getting some weird <laughs> necromancy shit. Cause all your, I think you did kill all those guys. Uh, uh oh. And they're back, baby. The figure steps out from the shadows from underneath the dragon as Zabbis realizes that this dragon has been reanimated and was killed at some point recently. Fuck. And stepping out from the shadows. Prince Cedric God Hammers. Damn it. <sighs> I was hoping it was in his little lair. I was hoping it'd be anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the Empress and that'd be fucked up. That is a, uh, like, I, I'm picturing this as like a TV show and this huge dramatic entrance and all of us are like, oh, you. Uh, <laughs> it's like in Scream 5 when Jack Wade is like, yeah, I know it sucks that yes. it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. We're all disappointed. <laughs> the prince steps forward and he is looking for you, Marjorie, and he sees you trying to hide in the snow. I imagine Marjorie kind of like <laughs> pushing snow over herself, trying to find somewhere to hide. Uh, and he sees you and he says, you've destroyed my laboratory. You continue to try to foil me. I will have your blood, damn it. And he casts a spell on you. Roll a... Constitution saving throw. Remember when I used my inspiration on the door to see if it was cool. shiny? Yeah. I regret that. You said Constitution? Oh, 
a nat 20. Oh, <laughs> what up? I just start flossing. There's some... <laughs> <laughs> there is something within you. You feel that there's this pull from Cedric's spell. A wave of green energy extends from his fingertips, not from a contraption. Oh. From his hand. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It extends from his fingertips towards you, Marjorie, and it wraps around you, and you feel something start to pull away from you, but then you feel an energy within you, and the rest of you see the door start to kind of pulse a light, a small, faint light, and you resist the spell, although it hurts a lot. I yell. Yeah, it hurts a great deal. And It's like, it's like that protagonist, yeah, it's like a, a Dragon Ball Z with withstanding pain yell primal horrible take 26 damage Jeez. that's Jesus. half wow on a successful save of this spell that i just made wow. up i want to sh <laughs> shoot at him with my light crossbow okay yeah do let's that. just fucking blast this guy <laughs> 13 13 misses i want to shoot him again okay <laughs> 16 misses somebody else yeah fork car <laughs> yeah, poor car. Uh, I cast. Uh, wait, do I have? Do I have the spell slot for this? Hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna cast uh, flame strike. Okay. A vertical column of divine fire rolls down from the heavens in a location I specify. That asshole. Uh, <laughs> each creature in a ten foot radius, forty foot high cylinder, uh, must make a dex saving throw. I guess do that. At twenty. Okay. Oh, Jesus. So does that does he still take half as much damage? Sure. Okay. Um Russell's kinda, not even writing it down. He doesn't I don't, even I care. Yeah, he doesn't even care. He this guy's got plot armor. No. Yeah. He's not. He does. He's got yeah. plot armor. No, I, well he does he, I guess nine damage. Wow. And then Did it work? Does it hurt him? Does he hurt him? And then six, so he <laughs> did fifteen damage. Yeah, he'll take fifteen damage. That's fine. Wow. Wow, thanks. That's fine, he That's says. That's fine. <laughs> wow. He steps out of your flame cylinder towards you. Oh, is he all on fire? Like, does it look cool? It does look cool. Fuck. Yeah, it looks Damn super it. cool. The dragon in the background standing there, kind of just wings spread. Oh, man. Yes. I made him cool. Uh, <laughs> Cedric steps forward out of Flagetti's flames. He does. He looks cool. The spell that he cast on Marjorie ends. He doesn't have any more green coming out of his fingers, but he steps towards you. He looks at the snow cat. He says, you've slayed my poor cultists. You've slayed my poor guards. Your clones? My battering ram, you've destroyed my beautiful ram. You've destroyed my beautiful laboratory. You, you maniacs. I will have your blood. I will have my revenge. I will have your souls. Damn it. You're still short. That, hey. That... Is a feature, not a bug. It makes us dwarves wonderful, beautiful, short kings. Oh, he admits it. <laughs> Can I cast Enhance Ability on Margarine? Yes. Oh. No, no wild magic. No wild magic. Good. I'm going to cast Bear's Endurance on Margarine. Uh, this, the target has advantage on constitution checks. It, uh, she gains 2d6 temporary hit points which are lost when the spell ends. Nice. And it's either concentration or up to an hour. You give uh, four <laughs> points. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I thought so that would be much. um 
more dramatic than that. Uh, well, it does make me feel strong. I think Marjorie puffs out her chest and just yells at him. I, I saved your life. I saved your... Do you remember when we were down in the dark... When we were in the cultist temple and you were surrounded by blackness and I was pants? <laughs> I saved your life. They were going to let you fall and die. And I said no. And you know what? I was wrong. Ah, uh, yes, but you make the incorrect assumption that I would not know how to get out of the temple that I, in fact, designed and built. Took you long enough. I threw the purple gem at his head. <laughs> <laughs> roll a ranged attack roll. I'm just pissed. Oh, damn it. That's oh, a net no. one. <laughs> You're so mad you, like, hang on to it too long and just throw it at the ground. <laughs> yeah. It just disappears into the snow. <laughs> It seems, though, for at least the time being, our goals are aligned and we are both are attempting to open this door. Um, question. I guess I can't really ask this right now because Marjorie's the one who kind of understands the most about, like, the magic here. Because what I'm gathering is, like, there's something about this where you have to either be, like, dead or undead to, like, open this door or like right like I don't know that's what it seems like mm-hmm. I'm just saying can Marta like just go open this door because <laughs> she's a ghost you've got Marta can I like try and send Marta over to this door and see if she like see what happens yeah sure just see what happens yeah Oh. Marta and Etienne just like fingers just underneath <laughs> on two sides of the door. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. <laughs> they go and they like turn the latch on a garage door that lets you open yeah, a manual. Yeah. Uh, while Marjorie and Cedric are arguing about who saved whose life and who designed that temple, because, you know, it was at one point an ancient temple. While that conversation is happening, Zavis, you reach out with Marta. Marta, who has been possessing you since being in that temple. Fletch, up on the snowcat, you see Zavis kind of like slump a little bit. Go, go not unconscious, but definitely, you know, slack and uh, lean against the controls on the, the vehicle. You reach out with Marta and you are now looking through her eyes as she kind of floats over. Her, her disembodied spirit floats over to the door. Um, and she can see, through her eyes, you can see... The whole big grand design that's been carved into this door of this elaborate language of scratches and and um, and lines and crosses and um, and things and s- different myriad symbols and you get closer to it and it's glowing with this bright light and with Marta you can walk through it. Whoa. Oh shit! And Whoa. when you walk through it as Marta, you walk into a huge open cascading field of wheat what yes and you can see as far as you can see it's about evening it's magic hour you're in gladiator you can see (laughs) right you can see my dead wife (laughs) your dead wife your dead dead son yeah um and the rolling rolling hills of wheat this huge big field what the fuck? In the deep distance, you can see uh, the tops of tents uh, oh. and flags. This big encampment uh, across from you, and you look around and you look turn to try to turn back to look at where you came from, and you see no st- you see no mountain, you see see no snow, you see no door, you see another camp 
in the black and white uh, colors of the Talon army. Uh, you look down, you see yourself wearing armor, you oh, see fuck. physical flesh and body. You don't see the ghostly blueness of Marta. You have your big uh, greatsword strapped to your back. There are drums playing and pipes piping and troops gathering uh, and lining up. There's uh, officers ride by on horses and there's, there's fires uh, cooking food. Everyone is preparing for a grand battle. There is a huge roar you hear. A huge, huge trumpetous roar. A just enormous that fills your ears. It fills all the space around you. The wheat vibrates as this thing calls out. And up above you, you see an enormous shape that casts a shadow across this field. Enormous shape. And you look up and you see the sun reflecting off of this enormous enormous dragon flying overhead so high but still so big and it has shiny reflective ruby red scales and then your vision goes blank and you're back on the cat Ooh. um is, do you, i still you feel okay, marta you don't feel marta that is wake up yeah Dennis, um what happened have i done something real stupid what Oh, how, like, come on, how stupid? Um, I don't, I, Marta's gone. Um, what? Although I kind of know what, but no, I, I, okay, behind that door is real weird. I think it's going to be different for everybody and it scares me. Oh. I'm scared that it, like, shows us how we all die. Ooh. Uh. Or something. Because I'm pretty sure I either saw like Marta's last moments or just where she was when she got murdered. And Uh-oh. I always hate thinking about it because it's weird. <laughs> uh, so if she's stuck, if you lost Marta behind that door, then presumably if we were to go through that door, we would lose our souls. I do. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm saying I did something stupid because I don't know the full ramifications oh, of what no. I've done. Uh-oh. I just wanted to see what was in there. No, we all want to know what's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, I, I understand. And I, I, it's a bummer that we got to get her back. It, yeah. But we also got to deal with this idiot. Your guard, your guard died down there. And I, are you going to say goodbye to his wife for him? And I hold out the, the locket towards the <laughs> locket that I have that has that like lady dwarf inside it that I stole from the Diddy Don guard that was guarding him in the fucking underground. I have to do no such thing to those beneath my station. You suck! And I try to throw that at him again. <laughs> this time I, it works. I, it just, 18, 19, 20, 21, 21! It just tings off of it. Like, oh! <laughs> it's just a little cut above his eyebrow. And he bleeds. Pick it Ooh. up. She's a widow now. <clears throat> Enough of this back and forth. We need to get that door open and I need you to do it. Let's no. go. No. And I run away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Through the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm sunk. It's like up to my tits. 
<laughs> so just like ankle? No, it, no, it's plot, guys. Early on in this fucking show, I established that she's got surprisingly perky tits. Oh. <laughs> so no. <laughs> uh, make a wisdom saving throw, all of you. Three. Nat twenty. Thir- Nat one. Thirteen. <laughs> no. uh, everyone except. For uh, Fletch is charmed by the prince. Fuck! Oh no! Oh, I also can't be charmed. So yeah, wait. Yeah, I have advantage. Okay, when Zabus, you can roll advantage. Yeah, no. Yeah, I rolled an eleven. <laughs> um, a thirteen still won't do it. You are charmed, Fletch. You are not. Yeah. The rest of you are. Uh, and the, the prince says, "All right, Dormac, let's go. Let's get these up to the door and let's see uh how mu- just how much blood it takes." Uh-oh. To get this door open. Uh, it's a shame that we lost so many of the cultists. Uh, they were doing such a great job harassing my poor sister, disrupting her, her beloved approval ratings. We can always find more cultists. Uh, and then he just kind of like steps over a body. And you guys who are charmed have to follow him. And he is walking up towards the door. Fletch, what do you do? Wait, wait, wait. What's happening? Why, why is everybody... Why are we all walking? He's the prick. He is, he is the the prince. No, I don't know. I mean, no, no, no. he's the prince. Mm, okay, Fletch. He's the prince. Goes along <laughs> with it and says, "Oh yeah, he's the prince." See, and See? I take the keys from the snow cat, and I take the gem from the snow cat, and then I walk over with them the door all right our little halfling friend uh pence i'll keep calling you it seems an appropriately degrading name i thought it was great yeah we all thought it was great pants haha <laughs> why don't you go ahead and uh cut open your hand and press it against that wall uh gressel mm. how do i have to <laughs> uh, at that moment, I I quickly take my bow staff and shock Margarine. Oh, give her a little zap. Oh, does getting hurt end? Or no, it's probably just getting hurt by him. Margarine has that thought of, "Do I have to?" There's something within your brain, within your mind, within your soul that is pushing against the evil magics of Cedric that is forcing your body to do the to carry out the command that he gave you. You bring uh, up one hand, you bring up another. Within that other hand is one of the knives of Galadoy, and you start to cut your palm with the knife, the knife given to you by Malik Namzarid back in season one. Mm-hmm. The knife enchanted with the uh, love that he had for his friends and his order and the knife that was given to you to keep you and your friends safe. And it slashes across your palm, exposing your blood. But as you do that, Fletch bops you in the butt with his staff, (laughs) gives you a little jolt. Take four damage. And you exclaim, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And you stagger backwards and you do not press your palm on 
the door. Spell is briefly interrupted. You have a moment of clarity. However, your blood does splash. And when it makes contact with the stone wall, your red blood stretches across the entirety of its surface and fills those carvings. You can all see them now. They start to glow, reflected in the aurora from the sky. And there's a light that shines down from that aurora onto the door. And it just makes the, the blood burn brighter. And Cedric says, yes, finally, this is it. After all of these years, the elves' prophecy is coming true and I will be able to enter the, the lair of Didradon himself. And he opens up his hands as the door swings open. And you see within a void. Someone else got here first. D&D and D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D and D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sagan.